looking overseas, when you see the travesty that is occurring in Ukraine, it's very difficult, of course, for us to see it. But if you've been over there before and you're in the healthcare industry, it's got to be absolutely brutal. And Kevin, there's this University of Michigan doctor who's been there. He has now teamed up with a local international relief organization, shipping out thousands of pounds of medical supplies to uh, the war-torn country. And this doctor's not done. He says more supplies are desperately needed. Here with the story is WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne. Good morning, Marie. And good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Tom. Dr. David Brown is a pediatric plastic surgeon at Michigan Medicine who's been to the Ukraine almost every year for the last seven years. He's part of a medical team of professionals who operate on kids who've been severely burned and need plastic and reconstructive surgery. When the war started, those visits stopped. Obviously, he was devastated to to see photos from Ukraine showing the hospitals that he had been to bombed and doctors and nurses trying to save kids. It's really hard to comprehend. I mean, you know, on the on the one side of it, I, you know, we just go into kind of reaction and action mode and what can we do to help? Because when you really sit and think about it, um, it it's really heartbreaking. Now, with the help of World Medical Relief in Southfield, he's helping raise money and gather badly needed medical supplies to send to Ukraine. Dr. George Sampson is from World Medical Relief, and he says anything you'd find in an operating room is on the list of what they need. And we have the detailed list from surgical surgical uh, supplies like uh, sutures, surgical instruments. We have the uh, overguns, overdrapes, all different kinds of... Uh, um, uh, trauma supplies, first aid kits. We have the tourniquets, the IVs. Last month, eight pallets made their way from Southfield to New Jersey to Poland, then by land to Ukraine. They've been able to move badly injured patients as well into the U.S. for treatment. We, we have uh, all the right connections with the governments and um, people who've uh, volunteered and donated um so that we can uh, have uh, private air jet ambulance to bring patients here if we have um, hospitals uh, that are willing to take care of them. And And Dr. Brown says at first he felt helpless, wondering what he could possibly do to help the people of Ukraine. He said it didn't take too long for him to figure out, wow, this is a way I can really help. He knew the folks that he needed to get the supplies to. And again, with the help of World Medical Relief in Southfield, they were able to do so. They have more on the way. Now, if you'd like to help donate at You can go to worldmedicalrelief.org, worldmedicalrelief.org, and mark your donation, Ukraine Project. You know, obviously, this is life-changing for those they help, but I think it's also life-changing for these doctors who have this ability to go over the stories uh, they must have and being able to uh, change a life after some of the things they've seen. Yeah, and Dr. Brown had said to me that um, he, because they've made so many visits there, I mean, he's on a first-name basis when he goes to this hospital or that one. He knows the doctors and nurses. They know him. You know, they talk about their kids. I mean, this is a very uh, tight-knit community here that they've developed. So when this war broke out, and he said, he specifically said to me, when I saw nurses doing uh, who had children on ventilators and they were hand venting these kids to get them out of the ICU into the basement to avoid getting bombed. He said, I, I knew I had to do something. It is so much different when you see these things firsthand. And being that he's been to, what, eight times in the past yes. eight years prior to the invasion, 
for burn relief, right? He's a plastic surgeon. So exactly. doing that kind of work, you mentioned he's already got this first name basis type of relationship. Um, getting the supply, going there yourself is one thing. Getting the supplies there is another. And I know that's a trek. You mentioned from Southfield to Poland <laughs> and then to Ukraine. That is not an easy trek, is it? No. And that they figured this all out is just absolutely amazing. And let me just tell you, World Medical Relief in Southfield is one heck of a place. I I was blown away by what they do there. Go to their website. They don't just help internationally. They do stuff right in their own backyard Mm -hmm. uh, to get people medical supplies that they may need in the right here in Southeast Michigan. And Dr. George Sampson, you know, he had relationships overseas too. So with these two groups coming together, they were able to say, okay, here's how we're going to do it. And they kind of like made a little link across the globe. And this is how they got the medical relief where it needed to go. Yeah, you can see uh, how um, challenging it would be just to get it to Poland. But then when you try to get from Poland to the front lines. By land. By land. And here he is. He's watching uh, TV and he's seen hospitals that he's been to and they're in rubble. And as you said, they're hand venting and all of these things. And, And they have to figure out how to get these supplies or a truck or by foot to, you know, from Poland into these front lines. I, I mean, it's a miracle that they're able to do it. And, and fortunately, they've been able to find ways to do it because Russia has not been allowing that to happen. They've not been very good about letting medical supplies in. No, it's part of the humanitarian effort. And Dr. Sampson had said to me that he did mention in passing that there is security also involved in that last leg of the journey. So they've had to line up security personnel to help these supplies get into the country. So it is just not easy, but these people are brilliant in how they've managed to do this. Yeah, I'm amazed at what is still needed there. And so they're getting those things over there. But you mentioned something in there as well, which I heard was the possibility of bringing patients here to the United States yes. if hospitals are willing to take care they, they, of them. So that's an effort did. underway. They already did, Tom. They've already brought a couple, several patients over, soldiers who've been badly injured, uh, civilians who've been badly injured. I asked Dr. Brown, have any of them come to Michigan? He says, nope, not yet, but we're working on it. They have, you know, they, uh, if someone has a specific issue uh, and maybe the U of M burn center is the place they need to go, they're going to make arrangements for that to happen. Hasn't happened yet, but they are, they are working on that. I wonder if they have to get volunteer pilots and and planes and all, I mean, all of the things that go in to helping these people. And then the, the stories when they have this success, when they're able to do plastic surgery on a burn victim after all of these little pieces have come together. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just such a great story. One other little component to this story too, that was really heartwarming was that there are medical students from Wayne state, you know, um, Oakland university, so on who go to the warehouse uh, in Southfield and they sort these supplies because, of course, medical students are going to know uh, a suture from, I don't I can't even right. name some of the other a items. Wrench. Right, a <laughs> wrench, exactly. Yeah. So they know all that and they're able to sort through uh, the, the supplies to get them on the pallets, get them properly packed. So I thought that was a really nice a little side story on all of this well, as well. They certainly do need, uh, as you touched on, everything that's in a surgical room. They've got a list on the website at worldmedicalrelief.org, but even things like, you know, they call it liquid nutrition, but you're talking about insure, mm-hmm. boost, those those things that people need to survive, just uh, basic food items as well, in addition to canes and crutches and those types of things. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's phenomenal. It's worldmedicalrelief.org, and you said, Mark, Ukraine Project yep. on that. Go to, to this cause. 
Marie Osborne, thanks so much. Appreciate a great story. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Kevin. More to come here. I'd like to take your phone calls as well. The phone number is 800-859-0957. 800-859-0WJR.